Whatever religion there is, it deals with the human beast. A thousand religions, no change. Hell has its feast. Two thousand years of Christ, oh how the sermons flow, confessions, sacraments, and how the atoms grow. Said Moses, thou shall not kill. Said Jesus, love your neighbor. Two wars, the cross ahead, I marched with a killing saber. With the planet on our back, we enter without fail the apocalyptic gate. Who lives to tell this tale? Who lives to tell this tale? That's a poem by William Hermans called, Oh, Religion. <laughs> I know, Oh, Religion. I don't know about you, but in my eyes, I see religions being used by people as weapons of separation and othering instead of using it for peace and unity. What's worse is us not realizing about the damage we have done in the name of religion. We talk about it in the latest episode of the Liku Liku Podcast. Welcome to the Liku Liku Podcast. It ain't funny after all. It is the place where we discuss the deeper, less comfortable experience of being human and we relate with one another to understand how to better live in a world that has stopped making sense. Hello everyone, I'm Amy Dangin and this is The Reality Bites with Amy D featuring or in collaboration with the Liku Liku podcast. As always, I'm not doing this alone. I'm going going to invite our wonderful co-hosts, Alan Karu and Devi Kusardi. Hi, Alan. Hi, Devi. Hello. Hello. Hi. And as always, we hope that our listeners tuning into our show will be able to gain some usefulness in the topics that we talk about. Usually, we try to make sense of or unpack some of the... Um, most difficult experiences that we go through uh, in our day-to-day life as human beings but might find it elsewhere uh, might find it difficult to talk about elsewhere uh, whether we are doing a reach out segment or a reality check segment even in interviews even in talking about our bothers bother of the week right we hope that you will be able to Uh, relate to the things that we talk about or maybe tune in and say, oh, I'm not the only one who feels this way about this issue or this topic or this experience. Let us know. Um, we do encourage you guys to write back or write into us always. Um, this week, though, we are going to do a bother of the week. And it's my turn to share what has been bothering me. And today... It's something that's not necessarily bothering me just this week only. It's something that I, that has, I've been bothered by for a very long time, but find it hard to talk about openly or um, in most places in the community that I live in because it has something to do with spirituality, um, religion. It can be a sensitive topic, right? But we will try our best to um, find a, to, to steer this conversation towards somewhere that can be useful for all of us, but especially mm-hmm. for 
the safety and the progress of our community, I would like to think, um, whereby what bothers me is the limitations that we have surrounding what we believe or what we think about spirituality regarding religion. Uh, for me, I feel like it's very um, restrictive, like very black and white, like one of the topics that we ever talked about here on the Liku Liku podcast, right? So yeah, spirituality and our understanding about it, our belief about it. And why I feel it's important to talk about this is because um, I feel like we could benefit from having a more open conversation surrounding our practices, especially especially when we live in a multi-faith, is that what we call it? Multi-faith community, right? People where there are people of various um, religious practices, spiritual beliefs. Um, I, from my own personal experience and observation, I feel like there is lack of conversations uh, or platforms even to talk about the the many and various practices and beliefs that we have in our community. Would you agree with me, Alan, Devi? Well, um, if you mentioned community, our community, so I guess I'm going to have to let the two locals speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, your community as well, Alan. Yeah, you were I mean, here for a long time. My own community, <laughs> which is only me. <laughs> <laughs> no man is an island. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, okay, then Devi, what yeah. do you think? Would you agree with me? Yeah, yeah, I think definitely there's um, always room for discussion and room for improvement uh, and always looking into all of these um, because it's, you know, a topic like religion, again, is not uh, black and white. Um, Mm. uh, So it's not as simple uh, to define sometimes, right? And you can, you have to see it um, in different contexts as well, like how it's being, um, uh, you know, how is religion being used mm. in in a particular community or in a particular situation. So, yeah, but there's definitely um, a lot of room for improvement when it comes to uh, religion uh, and and religion and state, for example, in Malaysia, mm. uh, maybe it's time that we really take a look at that. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think there is yeah. usefulness also um, for for us, maybe maybe even me, to share my own experience in terms of religion and spirituality, uh, growing up and why. It remains one of the topics that are, I feel, dear to me. Dear, ka? <laughs> All bothering more of, right? And yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it bothers me a lot that people um, limit the idea of and the concept of spirituality Um yeah, the, the concept of spirituality to simply religion. It's like when you, whenever you talk about spirituality, it's always 
oh, you're talking about religion, you're talking about church, you're talking about mosque, you're talking about temples, you're talking about a certain God. Right. Yeah. So I, I was raised in, um, born into and raised in a family with very strong Catholic Christianity beliefs, backgrounds, practices. Um, and that was all that I knew uh, for a very long time when it comes to uh, spirituality. Lah, right. So people adopt religion because we do have the spiritual aspects of our life that we need to take care of the spiritual aspects of our health even that we need to take care of um so yeah that's what i feel religion is for i mean i've always known that but it does make me feel uncomfortable sometimes when there is resistance to from the people that uh that were in my life that had strong influence in my life growing up like obviously our parents our family uh, our friends our family's friends the people that we go to church with you know i I've, what bothered me since i was little was the resistance to talk openly about other religions or to understand better there's mm-hmm. always um again very black and white uh, understanding and approach when it comes to spirituality like right. um, and the thing is we were not I, f- I didn't feel like we could talk about it and I felt like there was a yearning inside of me to talk about things more openly um, but I, w- I didn't feel like I was allowed to question mm. anything so right. it's like yeah so it's like don't curse because Jesus don't like that, you know, um, or turn off the TV when there was Azan playing, you know, how um, national TV, public TV would always air um, like the Islamic Azan, right? Mm. Yeah, it the didn't call, bother. call of prayer. Yeah, the, the call, call of, of prayer. prayer. Yeah, yeah, five, like times, five a day. times a day. Mm. And it didn't bother me that much, but I f- I felt uncomfortable when there was a lot of like, oh, don't tune in to those, you know, like turn that off right now. There was a lot of that kind of, and when whenever we passed by like temples and then there was a lot of uh, like, oh, that's a place of bad spirits, you know. So mm-hmm. there, there was a lot of that kind of instilling of perceptions, instilling of beliefs towards children i mean heck i didn't even, i don't even believe or agree with the fact that we need to register religion in the birth registration certificates mm. i feel that's yeah. very um i feel that's against or not really against but i feel like that doesn't jive with uh, basic human rights <laughs> to instill a religious belief or a religious uh, uh, um, understanding, a religious practice yeah. on children since they are, because we could barely remember it. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you it, should it feels... definitely be given a choice, right? Yeah. I mean, you can choose to put religion or mm. if you don't want to, you shouldn't be, uh, you know, a force to, to, to put and choose a religion. Yeah, and mm. when we go to school, when we went to school, there were even um, 
Islamic teachers who would say stuff like, um, those of you who are not Muslims are kafir. What is kafir? Pagans. Is it pagans? I'm not sure, but um, um, you're going to hell, basically. I mean, I had religious teachers telling me those things. Right. And I know it's a sensitive thing to talk about. And I think that's the, one of the main reasons why I've always feared talking about it openly. But um, right. I think a lot more people are also coming up with their own experiences. And to me, why it's important to um, to address is because it should it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be um, scary for kids to understand about religion. Not mm. only that which the family imposed on them, but also that of other people. There are so many mm. religions in the world, like right? right? The last time I checked, there were like 4,000 over religions. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's such a waste if we spend the rest of our lives just knowing or understanding about one one way or one, one method of doing spirituality. And... Right. Yeah, I feel also the the sooner we get to trying to um, reconstruct our beliefs surrounding spirituality, our our practices surrounding spirituality, the the more I mean the 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 sooner we can achieve truly and genuinely authentic community society. I feel. I don't know. It's that I feel like it's a little convoluted, so I I could use some help here, guys. <laughs> well, it's a, yeah, it's 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 a difficult topic, right? Yeah. Do you want to share your experience, Alan, about no. religion and what your? <laughs> I mean, Alan came from a. I feel maybe the Western countries are less. Um, oh, you think so. <laughs> I I, I would like to problems. think so. How cute they have their you. own um, issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay, I mean, is me, it like that? Let me dispel that for you a little bit. From one anecdote, right? Not from somebody who's researched and is an academic who has researched the topic of religion and community. For 30 years, right? I haven't published any papers and whatnot. I only have my life to use as a blueprint. Mm -hmm. But France, where I was born and raised, is a paternalistic country. So it would a lot of the time it would choose for you what you need to think and what you need to. So there's a little bit of openness and freedom. And, but also there's a veil of, this is not okay. This is not okay. So you don't, you know, you don't get access to that a little bit. Mm. So I'm going to go more practical. So my dad was uh, part of a religion or sect that sect is basically to me, a religion that has not been approved to be one of the top five. If you're not in the, the. What is the, the, the chart? Top 40 in the <laughs> UK? If you don't belong yeah. to the top five, then you're not a recognized... Okay, first, who decides? Right. Right, right? like, yeah. okay, so you on YouTube, your religion has five million views, so you belong to the top five, and if you don't you know, fit that criteria, then you don't belong. Right. You know, you're not at the table. It's like the G... 
uh, the G20 or whatever, yeah. your GDP decides, uh, okay, so basically we're all human beings, but we don't belong to the talking table. Right. So mm. we get to have our lives, you know, decided by, by the people who make the most money. Hmm. Dictated. So there's, there's that one thing, right? And so what happens is the, the, the stance of the government there is to try and track down and monitor the religions who are not part of the top whatever. And, and those can actually, you know, you can be chased. And, and if they find that something weird is going on, they can shut you down. So mm. if you're not part of the big ones, what that means is that for me, um, pretty much Devi was the first person I actually told what my dad's job was. Because in France, mm. I couldn't. Mm. I had to live a life for most of my entire life because the people, even my friends, couldn't accept. Some of them, it was coming from me because I was cautious and I'd rather have friends rather than just being completely isolated. But some of them, it was true because they would rant in front of me of, you know, about indoctrination, about this, about that. And, you know, from being on the inside, I didn't really see that the blueprint of the one that my, my dad was some sort of priest in, it wasn't that much different from the other ones. And now I've been exposed to so many more other religions, thanks to travel, thanks to dabbling in a few things, thanks to talking to people and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much all the same, really, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying that from a place where I, I just feel so sour and whatever. I, I just feel like, to me, religion is a lost opportunity. And that makes me sad more than angry because so much more could be achieved under yeah. the flag of community, of togetherness, rather than um, trying to ostracize people. Like every time I get confused about, about why the world looks the way that it is, I try to go back to the definition or the origins of why something exists in the first place. I think we did that I'm not sure if we published the episode, but about education. Like mm. if something's not working, then we should go back to the drawing board and, and say, okay, well, why did we even try to organize education in the first place? What were the values? Is that still relevant nowadays? Can we move to a place where we reevaluate the values that were good, but according to the century that we live in? Right? Mm. Can Can we, just like you said, be open and curious about the reasons why certain rules are applied in a certain way. Yeah. Mm. And so I, I wouldn't say that there's one country in the world that does it like super gracefully, whereas others are just faltering completely. Mm. But there's always like, like anything that, that has the potential to divide is always going to be problematic in some way. Yeah. And um, I talked to my dad, right? I mean, he has been in this organization and he's not a fool. He, when I talk to him, he understands the, the limitations of the organization part of mm. this sect that he was part of, you know, and he stopped working. 
and uh, he still holds on to the the beliefs and the rituals and whatever because they're for him they bring peace and joy in his life the other parts the organizational parts that were binding people together it was really messy imperfect um broken in many places and mm -hmm. that's okay he that's not what he signed up for it's like it, it was a necessary evil for the beautiful parts mm. and that's how i see the difference between religion and spirituality yeah. you know if you can't talk and you cannot have a curious child ask a question then i mean that answer how do we know it's even it's even perfect how do we know that through the so many languages that the 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 texts have come through how do we know that the answer that we get today is actually the correct one how do we know the mindset of the person that said it a thousand years ago mm. they didn't use words the same way that we do and people fight nowadays on the meaning of half a sentence Right. You know, but how relevant is that for you? For me, I want to look at the the downstream effect of applying something. Does that make us closer to one another, mm -hmm. or th does that create a, a a greater divide that that makes us want to kill one another? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But just like a lot of things, you know, religion, uh, men's ego, <laughs> the ego of men and women. <laughs> The ego of human, human ego, mm -hmm. you know, always gets in the way of uh, progress and also of manifesting the great things that religion can actually provide or has, you know, had provide, you know, probably in the past. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when, when prophets, for example, were still walking among us, you know, so now it seems like... Um, it's we are like counting on the words of men and usually these men who are religious are also playing the role of a leader right they are the leader uh the the sultan or <laughs> so that's i think that's where the the problem is when when religion has already been mixed up with um power and um government yeah, yeah governing a country you know so yeah talking about separation of religion and state yeah and yeah i mean there is a lot of impact on the quality of our life the quality of our health from not having an op a more open conversation or more open-mindedness um, when we talk about religion, when we talk about something that is supposed to be sacred, right? When we yeah. talk about spirituality, it's meant to be sacred, I feel. And all of this, um, uh, yeah, letting, uh, having religion in, in determining um, our laws, our policies of a country, of a state, of a community. Yeah. Yeah, just very limiting in a sense that it creates a lot of tension and unnecessary friction, I think, among communities because, yeah, again, 
um, be, like Devi mentioned, we it's mostly leader base as well, right? When we mm. talk about the majority, yeah. uh, the the bigger religion or the more practice religion uh, in anywhere in a community, um, it's very leader based, and therefore people tend to listen and follow religiously the rules and things set or, um, or made public by this leader figure in a community. And yeah. And what if, and definitely not everybody will agree with you, right? Will agree with that one thing. I mean, we're, we're human beings. We're meant to be, to have variety in our biology, in the way we think, in the way we want to believe in things. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very restrictive in a way and create more division than unity, I feel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Religion is always uh, exploited, right? Because people are so... People have attachments. So I think that's the one of the issues as well. People have attachments to... People always want to look good. Uh, attachment, attachment to issues. attachment to yeah attachment to appearing good appearing to be um fair and and uh you know with high morals so that's what people like to show or like to appear uh to be and i think this can easily be exploited by by people mm. yeah by political parties by yeah by extremists you know so exploitation so basically we're letting our souls and spirits be exploited <laughs> yeah right yeah do you guys remember that yeah that experiment um, i forgot what is the name of the the person who uh, initiated that experiment but basically it's the one where uh, a white coat tells you that you have to do an experiment and then you have to increase the voltage of an electroshock that is sent to a person behind uh, the glass. Mm -hmm. And the person in the white coat keeps telling you that the person in the electric chair does not comply and you have to increase the voltage. Right. Of course, the person who is in the electric chair is uh, an actor. Mm. But mm. the person who is uh, being tested is not that person. It's the person who is following the orders of the white coat, but they don't know that. And what was scary right. about this experiment, I'm sure there are many flaws, but what was scary is that eventually, under the guidance of the white coat, many people would actually inflict uh, uh, a shock that would kill the person. And they know it, kind of, because the person's really screaming. Yeah. Mm. So what... what <laughs> there many things can be taken out of that, that experiment. But the one thing that I take is that under someone's blessing, we will do horrible things. Right. Because we feel that we delegate our responsibility. Not my problem. But, but they told me. They told me. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? And then... I had no choice. Of course, I was told to. What? What? What do you want me to do? And we right. surrender that, that 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 choice that we have. Yeah, and yeah. In religion, it's just that 
that natural tendency of human beings to want to not be responsible for our lives, in a way. And, and that's sad, in a way, because taking, taking the power, right, mm. is how we get fulfilled. And we can do that absolutely in, in spirituality, just embodying really the values that we want. But it's easier for us to follow somebody else's values because then we have somebody who's taking the, the blame instead of us. Yeah, we it's want easier. to look good. We always want to look good, but we don't want to uh, take the responsibility, right? Always. Or do the actual work or, you know, stand up for justice. We always want to complain about unfairness, but then when it push comes to shove, you know, where, oh, it's, we're going to lose face though, or we're going to look bad, you know, so it's okay. I'll just do as they told me because I don't want to disrupt the status quo because that might just backfire on me. So I think a lot of people have that. They don't have the responsibility and I think the courage yeah and, and i think of, maybe the the, yeah. the religions didn't originally develop to be like that yeah but to sustain their their market share you know sometimes they can actually resort to using fear-mongering yeah and that's when you get people tell you that you know you're going to hell or you know i i don't i have a problem with a religion being something that you cannot get out of like it's a one-way yeah. ticket. Once you are yeah. one religion, it's imposed to on on you forever for the rest mm -hmm. of like, your life. Yeah. Who has the right to to decide for you forever? And and what is the benefit that we get as a result of that? Right? Is it so big that you know we will be get taken care of for the rest of eternity? Well, that's it what's going like on that. here. That's what's going yeah. on here, right, Amy? Yeah, I don't really want to point sure finger aware. specifically. Yes, yeah. uh, I'm very well aware, but I didn't want to <laughs> make it too obvious. But uh, to me, it's like if your religion is so amazing and it mm. has such a strong value system, people would flock to it. There would be Wise, no yeah. need to actually advertise it or... The just being with a person of that faith should make me want to be more like that, right? Yeah, why is the insecurity, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And yeah. it's not always been like that. Like, I'm not a specialist, mm -hmm. once again, but uh, I don't want to get into polemics, but um, mm -hmm. the, the, the Islamic religion is not as... Uh, bright as it used to be you know like mm. christianism back in the middle age used to be a bunch of people who didn't really wash too much right some people actually just put some wine over their skin or put some perfume to avoid having contact with water and soap so and then on the other on the other side right if anybody's gone to uh Granada in, in Spain uh, with the Alhambra, you see the gardens, the beauty that was created by these people, the, 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 the amazing efforts into collecting and translating text in one language of mathematics, philosophy, science, so progressive. Like this was the true light, 
mm-hmm. at that time, right? Everything that was progressive, they were a part of it. And mm. then somehow, it's not everywhere, right? But in some parts of the world, this has decayed into burning books, destroying mm. evidence of other cultures. Yeah. Um, and without going to that, that level of, you know, destruction... Sometimes the discourse is is about how this is the only way. Mm. My way is the only way. It's my way or the highway. Yeah. How would that somehow spread the, the desire for somebody else who's confused in the current world to want to follow that path? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so much of religion's original goodness, light, grace, love have been tarnished by human beings' own men's um, greed, ego, to want to be the one truest religion, the one true leader, the one true belief. And like Alan mentioned in the beginning, from the beginning, it's lost opportunity. Yeah. And this has this has all to do a lot to do with mental health, right? All these things that we're talking about um not having the power of choice would also be one of the I mean it affects the way we believe or not in ourselves. It affects the way we feel about ourselves. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. all of these unnecessary friction, all of these all of this time that could have been used to um fix our help our repair our um, health holistically including spiritual health mm-hmm. we've been using it to just ground each other down wanting to prove who is the truer uh, religion so <laughs> yeah that has a lot to do with mental health I feel like a lot of my mental health issues have somewhat been contributed to not being able to go to the root of the problem which is one of them my spiritual health was all wonky because I w- wasn't allowed to question it. There was a lot of trauma there. There was a lot of fear that have gone unaddressed in my years of growing up. And again, have that I could use. I could have used that time to um, look more into and progress, I guess, in a way, or grow spiritually. Mm. But a yeah. lot of that has just been put in the back burner because. I wasn't allowed to question. I still feel like I'm not allowed to question um, about it. There's still a lot of fear even in talking about it right now as we speak. But <laughs> yes, for sure. I believe, yeah, I believe intention is um, important in why we do things and in why we talk about things. Um, for you guys, basically in your own experience, do you... How do you, how would I say this? How do you heal, I guess, the spiritual side of your humanness? Um, How do you, how did you start thinking about or looking into that part of our lives? And um, yeah, who knows? It could help someone out there listening in, right? Like, yeah, for me, um, it was really... I think Alan mentioned this, this as well, talking to a lot of people, keeping having an open mind, I guess, and not immediately shut other people or other beliefs out when they want to talk about theirs. Like imme- having that kind of um, immediately judgmental, instant judgment, 
um, when someone talks about their religion or when someone talks about religion in general. I mean, I'm still learning. I still have a lot of problems surrounding that. But what about you guys, Devi? Oh, um, in in my early years, I already felt um, icky when people are talking too much about religion because some of the things that they're saying just, to me, it doesn't make sense. Mm. And I'm not allowed to question. And even if I do, I, I remember always like asking a question and then remember feeling so dissatisfied after that or like numb or you know this feeling is like what I don't that's your answer I don't get Mm. it like that you know Mm. and it's always it's it's very dismissive on whatever it is whatever issues that you're trying to bring up to them Mm. Uh, and uh, and and they dismiss it in in such a, a you know beautiful language, you know they will just take like a you know like a God quote. works in mysterious yeah. ways. Yeah, I get that a lot. I got that. A lot. So like all these wonderful, beautiful you know quotes, right? But it's not helping the situation. So I've had many many encounters that way, like that. And uh, I just got frustrated. And I remember um, earlier on already, I started to kind of like take myself out from that, like from Sunday school, from um, youth, like, you know, religious youth gatherings, you know. So Sunday mm. school, because I was raised Catholic, right? Mm. And then I started already going joining other different groups, like more like, you know, the nature lover group. They, it's great, you know, we just go outside, track and enjoy nature. And, you know, that's where I found my spirituality, I think. I think that has helped me a lot, joining the Panchinta, uh, uh, Panchinta Alam, Club Panchinta yeah, Alam. Yeah. Seriously, like rather than, you know, all these other, other societies that are very, very strong in tradition and, and religion, religion and culture yeah tied to that you know yeah so yeah. nature because nature has has a uniting force like you can't <laughs> you know yeah 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 i was gonna get clubs? to that yeah I, I don't think we realize that there's um spirituality in environment in caring about the environment in yeah. going back to nature there is spirituality in there but yeah i think because we don't talk about spirituality enough or we don't encourage it enough in our society yeah, it's that's lost opportunity again. Again, know. branding, right? Labeling mm. is like, no, 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 that's pagan. No, no, mm. you don't do and that. And it's it's not about that, right? Like those are just words and labels, and they're very, uh, yeah, they're 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 separating, they're polarizing. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I don't know if that would help, but really just being out there and sometimes just being alone out in nature actually really, really help you figure out what does not make sense in the religious teaching, but also Mm -hmm. it emphasizes the amazing thing about religion, about, let's say, what Jesus taught or about what Muhammad taught. You know, you can actually see that nature is there, there were, was a lot of their inspiration, I feel. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I still have a long way to go, <laughs> right? Uh, like I mentioned, raised in a strong Catholic background family, and now I find myself find myself huh, converted into um, Islam because uh, that's the only way if you are to marry a Muslim in this country, you have yeah. to convert to that religion. And we can talk about that in another episode, I guess. <laughs> state, yeah. state and religion. Yeah. Um, because there is a need. Because again, it affects our health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health a lot. And it affects the quality of our relationships with each other a lot. So yeah, hopefully, and obviously we can't finish all of this or make full sense of our topic tonight in one episode. Um, I mm. don't know if we're going to do another one. If we, uh, if we, maybe if we find the need, right? So, Alan, would you want to share any last words? Um, maybe to address the elephant in the room in a way mm. that there's much subtlety to go around. Like, for example, if you actually listen to what I've said up until this point, I think it would be very easy to assume that I'm anti-religion and anti-spirituality. Do you mm. agree? Um, mm. I didn't think you were anti. Anti-spirituality, no. I come up maybe with, well, that's how I feel anyway, with this, um, a bit of criticism, right? With this lost opportunity mm. is what could have been but is not. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, things are really subtle. And the more subtlety we have around around religion, around spirituality and all of these things and the more we're able to have conversations that wouldn't otherwise not take place. So it's not shutting down. Like for example, yeah. in sessions, I, I do not control what people think. I cannot, will not, should not. If people come with a certain faith, I do not dismiss and just say that, oh, this is wrong or you cannot think like, no. I actually work with the person, you know, like, Okay, this, this for, for example, I've, I've done sessions with people who see Jesus as a role model. And yeah. did he exist? Did he not exist? Like, are those questions really relevant? Can the, people, can the people who come and have an issue and they have some healing to do, can they use the role model of somebody whose story is inspirational? And can I use that in a way to, to, to do the healing? If somebody, I mean, I've mm. I've heard, I've I've read texts uh, about the 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 origins and the story of the prophet. Uh, I read about different kinds of religion. I'm now having some interest in Buddhism. I'm, you know, from the, the beginning, I was uh, bathed into uh, Japanese kind of uh, religions and philosophies. All of that for me is actually meshed together and if i really want to pull the thread i get the idea that it all comes from the same source anyway and all of mm -hmm. this is just uh different languages and the clothing that comes around you know the, the, it's a packaging and we spend a lot of time talking about the packaging but if you had you know if you had uh two people who are just saying 
no, C++ is the best coding language. No, it's Java. And then the other guy would be, no, it's Python. You know, and they're like trying to kill each other over, over that. It's like, guys, you're all doing code and it's supposed to help <laughs> people get to do something that they can't do otherwise. Can we all agree to that? <laughs> right. Yeah? yeah? Good. Let's sit down and have some coffee and talk <laughs> about how coding is helping the world. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Yeah. To each his own. Maybe um, approach the conversation with a bit more curiosity than sureness. Mm. Sureness. Is there a word? Oh, my vocabulary is just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, anyway, that was a good chat, guys. Thank you, Alan and Devi, for being open to talking about this today. And sure. thank you for sharing your experiences. Thank you also, listeners, for tuning in. Hopefully, there's usefulness in that um, right Maybe I, hope, I imagine there would be some of you tuning in and say finally someone said it but if it's a bit too um, sensitive um, I, we apologize if it hurts or um, is offensive it might sound offensive to some people but that really isn't our objective of mm. talking about these things um, I think at the end of the day, it's asking the question, how do we, how do we get better from here, right? Mm. How do we not continue to ground each other down? How do we continue providing a safe space and for each other? To, yeah, I think that's yeah. important for people to be authentic, right? And if yeah. they're offended, where does Being that come able from? to say, why exactly, yeah. why are we offended? So talking about all these things you know it seems so trivial but these things mm-hmm. matters these are the underlining of being human <laughs> yeah yeah and should We'd be celebrated be yeah mm. celebrated yeah definitely yes. thank you guys and um, hopefully you've enjoyed that do not forget <coughs> to subscribe to our social media profiles and accounts Liku Liku Creative on Instagram and Liku Liku Center for Creative Therapy Kota Kinabalu on Facebook. And till the next episode, Liku Liku out.